go. Yes, okay. We're flying now. Okay. Oh, man. Been there. No, no. It's just so blatant. Oh, man. It's nothing but a headache. It's nothing but a headache. Lean on me. Nice. Well, well. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Get that nice crust crust on them. Wow. That what 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 more do you want? You're drinking the Cadillac of scotches, that's what you're telling me. What's it called? Well, yeah, no, you had a nice meal, a couple nice drinks. Oh yeah, I'm getting that cork sound, loud and clear. So what is this scotch called? Balvenie, is that a snifter? Is that what that is called, that glass? That's so cool. Three things. I bought I bought uh, coupe glasses. Coupe glasses. The other coupe crystal coupe 
glasses. C O U P E. Coupe. You would think it's coupe, but it's not. I was calling them coupe, and I was put in my place. It's coupe. It's it's the champagne glass. That's not the flute. It's the one that's like the the fat one. Yes. Yeah. The old school ones. Exactly. Exactly. I saw the glasses in a show and I'm like, I want those. We got to get those glasses. Second thing, when I called that scotch, the Cadillac of scotches, just, I had a thought. I mean, does that term even make sense anymore? Yep. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not. I mean, look, if somebody gave you a Cadillac. Yeah, oh, okay. All right. Thanks. You wouldn't get a Cadillac. No idea. Yeah, you you think so? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want a Volt, Chevy Volt. Forget Tesla. That's the OG Tesla. No way. Who does? No, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And the third thing I was going to say is, you know, when you talk about those potatoes, there was a place in my town here that opened up that sold exclusively baked potatoes. They're called jacket potatoes. And it was a massive disaster. It closed like immediately because no one wants to spend $10 on a baked potato. Yeah, crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's just it, right? It's like, I'm not going to spend $10 on fries. I'm sure as hell I'm not going to spend $10 on a baked potato. I don't care what you slather it in. It's just not, it's just not going to happen. It's not a good value. And then a second, so that place crashed and burned. And then the second place opened up, like within a month, this one is called Ozo oh Potato. Not in the same place, new place. Uh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But I feel like they did dogs. By the way, I never liked the fries in New York fries. No. When was the last time you had New York fries? Exactly. You just fell for the marketing because you saw the, you saw the, you know, they, they had the special kind of cup that it came in. It looked nice. It's like, oh, the presentation is there. 
I got one word for you. Soggy. They were soggy. Soggy fries. Oh, see. Yeah, that's... That's the that's just the Mason Dixon line right there. I can't I can't abide a soggy fry. It's gotta it's gotta be crispy. Well, that's a chip. Oh god, get them away from me forever. No, I don't like chips. I like fries. I like freedom fries. <laughs> Remember that? Okay, this is, oh, not to get into it, but this is post 9-11. And, you know, France uh, didn't, you know, was like a non-participant in like the war that came after. And so because of that, a lot of people got, you know, pretty cranked up about France. And so then instead of calling them French fries, they called them freedom fries. I don't know. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <don't> know. But <laughs> listen, you know the you know we both love America, but you're right. They got their quirks, and so do we. Because listen, this is this is what I you, you touched on something. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, this is just it. You, you hit the nail on the head. And <laughs> no, I'm glad you cleared that up. You don't hate all of Canada. Listen, this is, this is something that really bothers me. You talked about Mike Myers, right? I, I, I do too. I do. I love Mike Myers too. But I just want to clear something up. Canadians as a whole are not funny. We have this reputation for being hilarious. Like, oh yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a perception that Canadians are funny. Think of all the Canadian comedians we've ex exported. It's big names. Lauren, Lauren Michaels. Canadian. Oh yeah. Martin Short. Eugene Levy, John Candy. The list goes on. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there is a there is a perception that Canadians are funny. I can't believe you've never heard this before. Good job making making the laughs up there. <laughs> okay. 
Well, let me ask you this. How much E.T. did you watch growing up? And by E.T., I don't mean the movie that I hate. I mean Entertainment Tonight with John Tesh. Oh, man, don't even... Well, E.T. would really lay into that. Those were the kind of angles that E.T. would... No, E.T.'s American. They do. There's an E.T. Canada with Rick the Temp. <laughs> no, obviously, obviously not. But I, all I'm telling you is that E.T. was the mouthpiece for the stereotype that Canadians are funny. <laughs> this, this entire conversation is just like the... A slow death. It's a slow death. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to make a point. The Canadians aren't funny. But there's a perception that there is. No, not at all. I... <laughs> yes. No, it, oh. Oh, yeah. That's true. No, l listen. <laughs> well, and like, I mean, you see it with like people who have actual talent from here. The second that they, you know, make us, the second that they can, they leave. I think you're right.
No, no. I think you're right. And I like what you said, too, about Canadian art. In that, it's terrible. We don't... Listen, you and I, we don't watch Canadian shows. We don't watch Canadian movies. We don't wear Canadian clothes. By the way, I hate any shirt that says Canada or made in Canada on it because it's like so stupid. This is where I live. Why am I wearing a shirt that just says Canada on it? Well, it's just like, okay, what is a tattoo that I can get that says nothing and means nothing? I know, but it's like, it's totally arbitrary that you were born here. You know what I mean? It's like, you might as well get a tattoo for the hospital that you were born in, a hosp like a tattoo for the car that you like rode home in, a tattoo for your first ad. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just, it's totally arbitrary. Yes, yes. The guy who's always licking his lips. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's another problem too, is that as, as Canadians, anytime we see another Canadian show up in a, in like in a reality show, like an American reality show, it's like, don't fuck this up for Canada. You're put, you're putting a stink on us with your idiotic behavior. Well, and like this is like another thing too. Like Canadians are all jacked up about who's from Canada that have made it in the entertainment industry. Like we can rattle off a bunch of Canadians that we know. I guarantee, in America, they don't know who's Canadian, and who's not. They don't care. It's just like, do you got the chops? Are you funny? Can you play? I don't care where you're from, you know. But here it's like, oh yeah, like uh, yeah, Mike Myers, he's Canadian. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And like, and, and see, and this is, this is what I'm talking about, like, you and I, we live in Canada, we encounter Canadians all day long. 
How many funny Canadians do you come across with on an average basis? I'm not talking about the people that you know, that you know to be funny. I'm just like, just talking about random encounters. This is never, never, right? Yeah, no, I, I I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. No, you're totally right. You have to you have to like uh, dig for it. L like you say, I felt the same thing. I think you're a funny person, and I know exactly what you're talking about when you're just hearing these like lame jokes going back and forth, and the stuff that you say that actually is funny is just landing with a thud. Right.
I, I would agree, but also disagree. And I'll tell you why. It's funny to watch. Like, it's funny to watch somebody flailing around and just like totally bombing, right? But they're convinced that they're hilarious. However, when you live in the customer service industry, which we've both been, it's like sometimes those people will corner you and you have no choice but to just endure it. And so it's all that energy is just directed towards you and none of it is funny. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I and it's usually a guy who's like fifty-five and up. Now I I have something that I want to read to you. You know I you know I love Cora. Don't sign up. It's not worth it. But I did sign up. And you, you kind of pick topics that you find interesting. And then it will send you emails. And yeah, they'll send you emails with like, oh, oh, it, it's like none of it makes any sense. But I get these emails and it's all about celebrities. That's what I want. I'm like, give me all the celebrity dirt, you know, all the hot goss. Because I love reading about Everyday encounters with celebrities and what people have, people have to say. And I love it when they're jerks. I love those stories. They're always hilarious. Exactly. TC. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Yeah. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. You know what? I'm back on Tom Cruise. I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> okay. So this is this is this was an this was a question about uh, uh, you know who is the biggest jerk to their fans. And this is what Joel, who's an airline pilot from 1997 to present, wrote. This, this is what he said. Reggie Jackson. So famous New York Yankee, Reggie Jackson. He was a very nasty human being. Pe people would want his autograph and he would refuse and tell them to get lost. Then two kids ran up to him and asked him to sign something for him. He signed them as F Foghorn Leghorn and Popeye the Sailor. <laughs> He was a total jerk to everyone who recognized him. I mean, isn't that hilarious? That's funny.
No, you, listen, you're totally right. And first of all, I would much rather have a Reggie Jackson card that was signed by him that says Foghorn Leghorn than I would have that says Reggie Jackson. Isn't that a million times better? And... <laughs> well, I want to get into that. I'm going to circle back to that. Number two, what you're saying is true. And first of all, you introduced me to that guy. And yeah, and he cornered me for a good hour and just regaled me with stories about yeah being on sets and like yeah all the jerk celebrities that he that he had to deal with and but this is for like a, a certain kind of person and I'm gonna say a lot of people this is the highest compliment that a celebrity can get uh, he was just a regular guy he was just a regular person but it's like but isn't that like an insult? Like if you were to tell somebody like, oh yeah, you're just a regular person. Well, it's like, oh, like that's kind of a mean, that's not a nice thing to say to me. What do you mean? I'm just regular. I'm just an average person. That's what, that's what people say about celebrities. Like when they're giving a compliment to a celebrity, it's like, oh yeah, he's just an average guy. He's just an average person. Regular guy. But it's like, if you said that to me, it's like, man, you're just such an average guy. You're like, fuck you, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've had a lot of talks about Tom Hanks. Yeah. Hey, that's legit. <laughs> yeah, they brought him onto the field. <laughs> um, well, okay. And this is something I want to talk about in all of this. So like, you know, reading this, this idiotic Cora answer, um, you know, reminded me that, okay, like people used to love and probably to a degree still love the celebrity autograph, but why? Yeah. It's like, look, he wrote his name on this thing. Here it is. 
doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to me. Well, and, and speaking of worthless, you know, it's replaced the autograph. And this is no big revelation. But you know, it's replaced the autograph with celebrities. It's the selfie. How, how do you feel about the celebrity selfie? Damn right we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a regular guy? He was. He was a regular guy. <laughs> Yeah. He was. He was a nice guy and he was very gracious. We were dressed like idiots. Would you do that? <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. You're walking down the street. You see Hugh Jackman. What do you do? Yeah. Just, just full on, just, hey man, hey, how's it going? What's new? What's good? <laughs> See where it goes. Would you ask for a picture?
Well, I'll tell you one story. So there I was in Victoria with my friend Cam. That's right, we're having some drinks, we're at a bar. And who walks in but Jonathan Taylor Thomas? He did. He did. Yeah, and he was just there. And I was like, I need, I, I need to talk to him. No, I didn't. Because Cam put his foot down. He said, you are not bothering him. He is here with people. Leave the man alone. And I was belligerent. And he said, if you go and talk to him, I'm leaving. No, I didn't. Massive regret. Massive life, life regret. I have so many questions. Nothing but upside. That's where I saw it too. Uh, well, a lot of my questions had to do with Tim Allen, but uh, yeah, Lion King was up there. Well, it's probably good I didn't talk to him then. <laughs> I'm sure that would have been the last thing he wanted. Okay, speaking of Tim Allen. Did you know? Okay, like uh, Home, Improve Home Improvement. That show ran for what, like 10 seasons, something like that? Maybe even less. Tim Allen has been on a show called Last Man Standing. Looking at the stats here. Nine seasons and running. Well, that was gonna be. Have you have you seen one minute of this show? It's nine seasons in. I, I have no idea. UPN? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good show. In the house. In the house was good. Because that had a post Fresh Prince Carlton, right? Yeah. 
yeah, you loved New York Undercover. <laughs> oh man. No, no, I got I got one more question. I got one more question before we get before we get into this. Well, two actually. First one is do you think anyone still uses a Palm Pilot? Like, remember, those were huge. <laughs> well, cause you had to, you had to like learn a, a whole like language to write with it, right? Yeah. Well, because it was like the whole idea of it is, oh, yeah, this is super convenient. This is like a convenient way to keep track of your notes and like thoughts and calendar. But it's like I can't think of anything less convenient than learning a whole new language. The, the just the convenience alone. I, I, I just I, I just remember the people that I knew in my life who had them. They're really arrogant about their Palm Pilots. I can tell you what it is. Black coffee and rare steak. Yeah, but you like it. You like it with a little sugar, a little cream, right? Just nice flavor. Well, I'll tell you what I mean. I tell you what I mean by that, is that there's a certain kind of person who is extremely smug and morally superior about the fact that they drink their coffee black, and or that they eat their steak rare. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I, I just I don't understand it. If you, if you like your coffee black, drink black. If you like it with sugar and cream, drink sugar and cream. But there's a kind of person who's just like, oh, what? Like, black is the only way to drink it. Steak should only be eaten rare.
Right. Yeah, exactly. It... Yeah, doing it for the clout. Got two things to say to that. I've never been into bourbon, but I listened to a podcast with Matthew McConaughey, and he is like a spokes... He's the creative director for Wild Turkey, and I heard him explain Wild Turkey, and all of a sudden, all I wanted was just Wild Turkey. I couldn't tell you what he said, but just the way that he put it with his accent, I'm like, well, I'd be an idiot to drink anything but Wild Turkey. Well, I gotta have me a glass. I'll let, I don't think I've ever had any bourbon in my life, ever. What is Southern Comfort? Is that a bourbon? I, I, I remember we were at a bachelor party. And me and Mike, our best friend, got into Southern Comfort. And we drank so much of it that the next day, A, I was still drunk, and B, like, the, I, it's like I had bathed myself in su Southern Comfort. It's like if you stood next to me, you would think I was Southern Comfort. It was disgusting. It was absolutely revolting. And I don't think I can, I can ever drink it again. I think that's it. Mm -hmm. That was nice. Well, and and uh, this is the other thing when you're talking about your like the pretension tube. I, uh, you know, Kaylee, my wife, and I, we did a wine tour. 
and uh, we went to this one winery that everybody told us to. Like all the we, every t- every winery we would go to, we'd say, "Oh, like what's another one should go? We should go to." And they all pointed us to this one winery. So we went to it, and we get there. It's like okay. All we do is Pinot. We do four different strains of Pinot. And I'm like, oh, like, okay, fine. Like, it'd be nice if you mixed it up a bit, but okay, let me try your strains of Pinot. And the guy, you know, who's doing the, the, the tasting, he kept describing everything with a, as like a skeleton. He'd be like, okay, and like, you'll notice like this one has like a, a spine of pineapple running through it. Yeah, like the exact. I'm just like, well, that sounds disgusting. A spine of pineapple running through it? Like, the hell am I drinking? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. That guy is awesome. You did not. You know what? I'm so glad you did that because that guy was awesome. Because you know what? He wasn't pretentious and he treated us like human beings. You you know what it's like. We walk into these wineries and sometimes they'll just look at us and say, ah, these guys are idiots. Absolutely. Judgment free. All about the wine. Oh, yeah. The guy at Sandhill was good too. I think it was Sandhill. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. What do you want to do? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good.